all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason, you. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell, Associate Professor of Nursing and Nurse Practitioner at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. And today I have with me two very special guests. I have Kathy Clem, who's the Executive Director of Good Samaritan Center, and Tara Hunter, who is also an Executive Director, but of Girls on the Run of Central Mississippi. And we're going to be sharing with you today some really great and exciting programs that they have that are out meeting the needs of communities, growing girls. Uh, and really serving the community at large. And we want to hear from you. If you've got um, really cool programs that are out there and services that you have for your community, I want to hear from you. And if you have a favorite way that you like to volunteer or give back, I would love to hear that as well. But let's just fill this hour up with uh, all the awesome things that people in Mississippi are doing to show love to, to others and to their community. You can join in our conversation by giving us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven. Or you can send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. morning. I'm so glad that y'all are here uh, with me today and that I was able to snag y'all away because I know you both have very, very busy schedules, especially uh, coming up on the holiday season. I know that it's kind of hopping over at Good Samaritan. It is. So, Kathy, tell us a little bit about Good Samaritan, because a lot of folks in the Jackson metro area have probably heard of Good Samaritan or Nuts, the the uh, <laughs> one of my favorite stores to go in. Uh, but other folks may not have heard quite as much about it, and it's a really cool organization that you guys have. So tell me a little bit about that today. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, you know, Good Samaritan Center is a social service agency. We Our main goal is to help families that are struggling. And so you can imagine when you're struggling. I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of things that cause a family to struggle. Uh, most of our families are low-income, working families. Uh, parents are trying to get it every single day. But, you know, either because of low wages or disabilities or all kinds of different crisis situations, they really are having a hard time managing day-to-day or when things bad happen uh, to support their family and especially their kids. And we help in all kinds of different ways. Two of our biggest programs, food and clothing. Um, But we do lots of different kinds of stuff. And mainly it's about helping families uh, have a better life for their kids. And not so much just giving a hand out, but really trying to, of course, meet those urgent needs that it may have, you know, food, shelter, clothing, that kind of thing, but ultimately helping them back up on their feet and and have a sustainable, healthy family outcome later on in life. So we'll get to some of the specifics about that program, about all the programs that you guys have uh, in just a minute. But I want to talk to Tara this morning and tell us a little bit about Girls on the Run, because this is very cool. I had not heard of this and I was very (laughs) excited to hear about it. 
Well, Girls on the Run is a physical activity-based positive youth development program. It's for girls in third through eighth grade. Um, And what it is is they meet twice a week for 10 weeks, typically after school. And right now um, we have a season, as we call them, that runs in the fall and one that runs in the spring. And during that 10 weeks, volunteer coaches lead them in um, experience-based curriculum that is going to One, teach them to understand what they like, you know, realize what their interests are. Uh, Two, to how to have healthy relationships with their peers and their families. And three, about their connection to their community. They actually complete um, a community impact project that they come up with during the course of the 10 weeks. And then we um, creatively integrate physical activity into all this. So running um, is the main physical activity. And by the end of the 10 weeks, the girls are um, both physically and emotionally prepared to complete a 5K race. And so in the fall, the connection we have with Kathy and Good Samaritan is in the fall, they participate in the 12Ks for the holidays. So that um, has a 5K race component to it. And we have girls that are running that. That is amazing that that we're able to tie yes we need to be up and we need to be physically active but that's not the only part that physical activity can do it's not just about getting our heart rate up and getting us sweating and getting us moving yes that's important but we can tie lessons into each one of those things and really work on building character because for me i was talking to you guys before we started i'm what we call a reluctant runner um i i don't love it um i usually look like i'm dying as i run but for me and the reason i started running was to run with my son because Mm -hmm. he he enjoys it and so he does his running club at his school and, and does all those sorts of things and so he asked me to run with him and so you know i'm a sucker and said yeah i'll do that and uh you know what we're really teaching is about about discipline and about commitment to something because when we we've committed to we're going to run this 5k then you know barring an illness that morning or an injury we're going to run that 5k so it's setting goals and working toward those goals because you know a 5k if you're really going to run it or a 10k or a 12k is not something you just wake up that morning and go you know what i think i'm going to run yeah okay this morning (laughs) you know i mean you could but you would probably then require some services from somebody else afterwards because you would probably hurt yourself so it's really about building in that commitment and that dedication to doing something through physical activity but also life lessons right overall with that So you mentioned uh, 12Ks for the holidays, and that's something that I want to talk about. And I want to tie that in, Kathy, because, you know, you do y'all do so much for the community Mm -hmm. at Good Sam. But, you know, that's not not free. You know, you can't just wiggle your fingers and get all the things that you need for Good Sam. So we do lots of fundraisers throughout the year um, for that. Uh, You do the balloon chase, which I came with my son and did the balloon chase uh, a couple. When was that? That was back around in July. July. And it rained Mm -hmm. cats and And dogs dogs. and horses (laughs) and any other kind of animal that can fall from the sky. It rained. Now, my nine-year-old had a blast. He hopped in every puddle you could possibly hop in on that. I was a little little soggier, (laughs) but we got our medal and he was super excited about that. So, you know, races are kind of one of the ways that you guys uh, raise money. Um, So tell me about 12Ks for the holidays. Well, it is a race, of course, obviously holiday themed. Yes. Um, You know, one of the things is we want the community to be involved in Good Samaritan Center. We help families with crisis, but we want we want to give 
people in the community an opportunity to be a part of what we do. And what, you know, I'm active in, I like to run. Well, not, I'm sort of like you. I'm reluctant. Like is not really the word. I do more triathlete type (laughs) stuff because I like to swim and bike better. But um, the running community, the physical fitness community in, in Jackson is amazing in their love for community, in their love and fellowship, and also their love to do things. They want to, they, they love to run for a cause. Mm-hmm. And so eight years ago, we decided, hey, you know, I asked 25 of my runner friends, I thought I'd get 10 of them to come together and help me put on a race. 23 of them said, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll help. You know, two of them were going to be out of town or something mm-hmm. like, you know, so I, I was amazed. But in that time, over eight years, we've raised over $100,000 for Good Samaritan Center with this quirky little race that runs through Fondren that where the kids, and that's a free part mm-hmm. of the free part aspect, but, you know, people pay to ha- dress up like elves and all kinds of you know costume contests they dress mm-hmm. up to act crazy listen to christmas music and to help us help other people at christmas time it's amazing so how exactly far is a 12k well what is it well, let's it's see about, about eight miles it's about eight, eight miles. miles yeah that's far <laughs> it's, it, it's a it's a good piece, and we put it in Fondren, which you know I don't it's know some rolling so hills. It's hilly. Yeah, it's yes. very hilly, and uh, you know some people would say it's sort of off road. Yeah. <laughs> it's not well, really off road. It's you know there are obstacles and stuff, but it's yes. very very that hilly. adds to the challenge. It you is. Know, so it's a very you don't challenging. Fall course. in a pothole, you know. Oh, yeah. You have to, to like a steeple to chase. leap over right. it. Yes, like a like a reindeer. Mm-hmm. So you could wear your reindeer antlers and hop over uh, those potholes. And you know uh, my favorite spot hot and fondren when i'm running these races is dueling um running up dueling Mm -hmm. oh my gosh that one will put you down you'll be about halfway up and you're going i'm just gonna go to babaloo right right (laughs) there it's right there um but it is a great way to get out be part of a community because just like you mentioned the fitness community and the running community it's a very tight-knit group. You see the mm-hmm. same folks at the majority of these races. So it's a great way to get in and get involved um, if you're looking for a way to uh, give back this holiday season. And we're going to talk about giving back this holiday season, but I really want to encourage listeners to give back all year, mm-hmm. you know, all yep. year around. You know, the holidays are uh, a time where people are kind of searching for somewhere to get mm-hmm. plugged in and get active in their communities. And, uh, you know, that's great. And we want them to do that. And I hope that that's the first step that they take to getting in and making it a, a, a pattern of behavior because people are needy. 365, 365 days of the year. 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. There are people out there who are yeah. struggling, um, you know, and I always tell my kids because we've done we've done some work with with Good Sam. And they'll you know, we'll talk about, you know, folks that are in need and I always tell them, you know, right now we're OK. You know, right now, mommy and daddy have good jobs and, you know, we're able to provide for you. But you never know. You always want to give as much as you can mm-hmm. because you never know if you might need something right, one day right. in return as well. And so I think a lot of times, sometimes we think about people that are not working as mm-hmm. the people that are needing help. And there are certainly people that are not working that, that do need our help. But you mentioned kind of these working families that oh, are yeah. just struggling to to make those ends meet. But both parents are out there, you know, mm-hmm. hustling. And, and something has just kind of happened that's right. made them not be able to, to meet their needs. And so that's one of the things I love about Good Samaritan and about what uh, y'all are able to do. And I would love to hear from listeners across the state if you've got similar organizations that are doing things 
out in your community uh, to help people uh, in need or to give back uh, this holiday season and every day of the year, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 Or you can send us an email at fit at mpbonline.org. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to pick back up and talk a little bit more about 12Ks for the holidays and how you can get involved with that and some more about Girls on the Run. We'll be back after the break. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell, and here with me today I have uh, Kathy Klim, who's the Executive Director of Good Samaritan, and Tara Hunter, who's the Executive Director of Girls on the Run of Central Mississippi. And we're talking about some awesome things that they're doing to give back to their community, and we would really love to hear uh, from some listeners today about what their favorite way to give back uh, to their community or to an organization in their area is. And our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can go ahead and give us a call anytime. Now, before we went on the break, we were talking about twelve Ks for the holidays. And that that's one of the kind of major fundraisers for, mm-hmm. for Good Samaritan. Um, and we you talked about there were bunches of different parts of 12Ks mm-hmm. for the holiday. So tell me about those different parts, because obviously there's a 12K. Right. Obviously. We, obviously, it would be mm-hmm. a false advertising if there right. was no 12K. It would be, wouldn't it? Um, and we said a 12K is somewhere around eight miles. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, I assume, is should be run. Yes, we do have some really, really fast walkers, but as far as prizes and awards, uh, they're just awards for the top uh, three in the different age groups for running. For running. And then the 5K can be what? It can be a run walk. Uh, We have a run part and then we have a walk part. Okay. And usually the run part kicks off a little bit beforehand. Just a a few few minutes. seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So that the the runners are not stuck behind the walkers. But, you know, uh, I like to call mine a hybrid. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm the walker, but I wouldn't say I'm the going to run the whole thing. We call that either. wogging. Yeah. Wogging. Mm-hmm. I love a it. A little walking and a little jogging. I do it I'm uh, a great all the walker. time. Can I yeah. get that on a T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I would buy one of those. There we no go. fundraiser. Wogging T-shirts. <laughs> so, um, you know, I start out with good intentions, but sometimes I kind of tucker out a little bit uh, towards the middle. And if I'm running with my, my son, he gets a rock in his shoe about every um, <laughs> 600 feet. He's like, I got a rock in my shoe. I got a rock in my shoe. And we have to stop and get that out. So um, those are kind of the two big options. But there's also another option for even younger little kiddos that might not be ready to run a 5K. Right. When we started this race eight years ago, um, we were working with the track club and they wanted us to have a component where there would be a free children's race because there isn't one in the state. Uh, a lot of races have, a, you know, like a one mile or a half fun mile run. fun run, right. but they all cost. 
And because, you know, of course, we see a lot of low-income families. I'm like, well, heck yeah, I want to have a race. Mm -hmm. We'll get a sponsor. Let's have a race where we offer it to the community as a love offering. So, you know, we have 200 spots for anybody that wants to register and come. And those uh, those kids up to the age 12 can come out there and they actually run with Santa. That's awesome. And usually they smoke Santa I mean, they kill him. Well, Santa has a bowl full of jelly, so yes, he you does. know he's got to right. he's got to slow it down a little bit. So, really, not an age minimum on it, but up to right. age twelve, and about two hundred spots for that. And mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to register for that, they could go to the Good Samaritan website. They, we actually have a, a website for Christmas www.christmas12k.com. Christmas12k.com. Yep. Fantastic, and so they can register there. And then um, you said there's little helpers that. Or on the, oh on yeah, the run we have elves well. and the Grinches out there and Frosties out there and oh man, um, you know our race is a theme based race. So right. every year we take a Christmas carol and we alternate the uh, you know alter the words a little mm-hmm. bit, put the word run in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we had a grand reveal uh, this last Friday uh, for this year, uh, our race is Silver Bells. Oh, right. Silver bells. All right. It's running time in the city. Oh, and now she has so. sung on the radio. So. <laughs> well, nobody's going to be calling me for that. Well, but you get the point. You so. never know. It's probably now on iTunes available for oh, download. You never know. Um, so there will be folks out there because that was yep. that's one concern I've always had with as I have two sons. You know, one is a little a little younger, and uh, he'll want to do the one mile fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is somebody watching him, or is oh, he yeah. just supposed to get from point A to point B yeah. uh, in a mile by himself? We'll have a lot of we have 150. We have 150 volunteers that day, and so a number of them are on that course to make sure it's safe. You know, we'll have police out there because they are running on the road. Yeah. I mean, on Old Canton, which, yeah. you know, is yeah. not only is it a busy road, not at that time necessarily, but it's also a big old hill. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. And so, what, what time does this whole shebang kick off? Uh, at seven. Uh, we will be out there early for registration at six. Uh, we get going at 730. The kids run is at 930. Um, that's after usually almost all the runners, the adult runners are in, mm-hmm. but we have a huge kids area with jumps and face painting. And I mean, when I talk about it, it's like a, a kid's festival, that's- uh, it's that much fun for the kids and then boom, it's their time. And it's all about them for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, however long it takes for them to beat Santa in that run. And then get back in the bouncy houses because exactly. a kid loves a bouncy house. I don't know. They do. So, and then for the run walk, uh, strollers okay? For oh, yeah. The we walk? actually have a stroller division that people compete uh-huh. in and also a stroller division for the costume contest because we do have a costume contest. Can I ride in a stroller and have someone... <laughs> if we can find someone crazy enough to push you. Jay, would you like to push me in the stroller in the uh, 12Ks for the holidays? Nothing nothing I would like better. Okay. Can we get like an MPB stroller and just ride through the streets of Fondren? I don't know that we have those but <laughs> yet, but they're probably quickly they're, going into production. They're in production now. right now, so we can get that. Yes. I think we go all in and get the double stroller, yes, you and I. Yes, absolutely. We're, we're going to make that happen. Um, and so you can come join me and, and watch me uh, get pushed around uh, Fondren for that. So all kidding aside, it is a fantastic uh, event and just one of the many things that you guys do at Good Samaritan to be able to give back to the community. And we're going to talk about it some more in a minute, but I want to get back to Tara and talk about Girls on the Run. And you mentioned that 
these girls are now going to be able to do these these 5Ks. And uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the ages and how these girls get involved with this organization. Um, so, again, it, it's grade-based. So any girl in third through eighth grade, they are eligible to p- participate in the program. And right now we are in three schools in the area. We're in Davis, IB, Casey, and um, we're at St. Andrew's Lower School. But we are looking to go into more schools. And, you know, if we are at um, one of those schools, then the students, they, you know, information is sent home. We're, we're heavily campaigning to let the parents know about this program. And then they're able to, you know, register to sign up for either the fall or the spring season. And, um, you know, right now there are the sites that we are at. They do allow other students to come and participate if they are not students at their school. But, of course, with the school days running on the same schedule, it's hard for someone from another school to get over to a Casey or a St. Andrews and be there in time to participate in the program. And so you talked about the lessons that are interspersed with this. So it's it's a 10-week program, mm-hmm. and you said twice a week, right? Yes. They go twice a week. And so do they run two times a week when they're there? So they run two times yep, a week. Yep, they're okay. absolutely running two times a week. Everything, so all of the lessons are, are broken down into the same exact format. So the girls and the coaches know exactly what to expect every day. Um, but, you know, they kind of have like a little introductory period. Then they have um, a warm-up, and then they have, um, stretching and then they have the activity um, and then they have kind of a recap and pretty much every section of the lesson integrates physical activity with it so they might do something where they have the coaches standing you know about 20 yards apart and they're kind of running back and forth between them for a short period of time to get them warmed up Mm -hmm. and then you know the main activity for that day you know they're going to be running 25 30 minutes and but they're doing something along the way for example they might um, have to decode a message that after every lap they get a part of that message and at the end they finally get the message you know of what they're trying to teach them that day. So it's it's girls on the run of central Mississippi. So I'm assuming that means there are similar counterparts to this in different parts of the state as well. Yeah, well, not in the state, not in the state. So okay. girls on the run international. Um, that's our parent organization. And they are in their 21st year. It was um, started in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, 21 years ago with 13 girls. And today there are over 200 councils in all 50 states. And um, we're serving over about 150,000 girls a year. Um, and Mississippi, Central Mississippi Council, we started about three years ago, three years ago, October, and uh, we are the only one in the state. We were number 49. We weren't 50. <laughs> um, and that Yay. was that was one of the goals when I started looking into this organization was, wait, 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 we're not last yet. <laughs> and so we don't want to be last. But yeah, we are the only one. So we serve Hines, Madison and Rankin County. So if you have a, um, a child in a school in one of those counties and you're interested in, you know, getting the program in there, then we can, you know, we can work on that. You can. You can send, if you're interested in more information about that program or how to get involved with that or to talk with your school about bringing that program in, you can email us at fit at mpbonline.org and I'll be happy to send you guys some more information about that because it is such an awesome um, program to not only be focusing on physical fitness and that activity component of it, but loving on these these kids, you know, and really giving them role models because you mentioned a mentoring part uh, of this program as well. 
And I want to talk about that in a minute, but giving them a purpose and a drive for doing things. So they're going to do this 5K on November 18th. I'm not even sure if we mentioned when the race was, <laughs> right. right? That was, yeah. That's not good. November 18th, uh, which is my mom's birthday. So maybe I can get her to sit in a stroller and, and go around with me, too. Who knows? But... Um, so it's November 18th. The girls are going to run this. And how many girls will you have? Um, this season, we are close to 40 girls. Okay. Yes. So 40 girls and their running buddies. 40 girls and their running buddies. So uh, tell me a little bit about those running buddies and what, what that means. Um, so because we're participating in a public race, then every girl has to have someone that runs with her. And the family can pick someone if they have someone, you know, friend or close, um, close friend or family that's 16 years or older that's going to run the course with them. Um, Not everybody has someone that can do that, schedules, ability, different things. And so if that's the case, then the council, we actually find someone that is able to do that. We make sure this person is 18 years old and they actually um, pass a background Background check check. um, before they can be a running buddy. A lot of times, you know, we have our coaches fill in as running buddies. Pretty much all our coaches will run with one of the girls, whether it's from their own team or another one. But then we also sometimes need extra running buddies to fill in and then that's when we reach out to the community and stuff and see if we can get volunteers to run with them that's fantastic so i'm sure there are folks out there listening now who are like i want to be a running buddy because i'm sitting here thinking i want to be a running buddy how can i get on board with this so you can always contact us and we'll be happy to uh, get you contacted with tara and get that set up is there uh, a website for girls on the yes, run absolutely okay. our What's website that? is www.gotrms.org girls on the run ms.org i got it gotrms.org and you can get signed up there uh to be a running buddy i guess to be a running buddy to volunteer to coach next season lots of different things well let's talk about that when we come back from the break we'll talk about what it means to be a coach for girls on the run uh and all the other awesome things that are going on at good samaritan uh this coming holiday season you can give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING that's 1-877-672-7464 This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell, Associate Professor of Nursing and Nurse Practitioner at UMMC. And I've got my guests, Kathy Klim and Tara Hunter today from Good Samaritan and Girls on the Run of Central Mississippi, respectively. And we are talking about ways to get involved and give back to your community and give back to the kids of this state and really um, pour into them and help them make the connection between being physically active and being good 
human beings at the same time. And so before we went on the break, we were talking about uh, the running buddy uh, portion of Girls on the Run. Um, But you mentioned coaching. So tell me what it takes to be a coach for Girls on the Run. Do you have to be like super fit? No. You at the start of this season, one of our coaches um, was in a boot. Okay. So, I mean, you don't even have to be mobile. Okay. Um, but to be a be a coach, we have um, two to three coaches per team of eight to 15 girls. And um, the only thing we require is that we have at least one female 21 years or older as a, as a coach on the team. But outside of that, you know, guys can coach if they want to. And you complete an online application with us. You go through the background check to check as well. And then we, we take it from there. We provide you with training. Training um, takes a few hours with an online component that's done at your own pace and then about a half a day in-person training and at that time we also get you CPR and first aid certified because we do require that of our coaches and then you're committing to that you know twice a week for 10 weeks plus the 5k Um, so you know it's not a lot of time a little bit of time to just make sure that you're prepared each week that you know what, what lesson you're on and everything but you know the the council gives you all the material that you need and everything. So, you know, and you can commit to be a coach for one season or you can keep coming back. We have coaches that have been coaching with us since um, almost the beginning. And then we also have needs for substitute coaches because sometimes, you know, sometimes teachers get sick. Yes. And, and life happens. And so, you know, by being a substitute coach, you're not committing yourself to any specific site or or days of the week or anything. You're just saying that, hey, if somebody's out, then reach out to me and um, I'll, you know, if I'm available, I'll, I'll be there. And, you know, so we try and get dates in advance where, you know, if a coach knows that they're, hey, I'm going on vacation, so I won't be there. I'm going to need a sub. We we reach out in advance. But then, you know, like I said, there's those last minute times where someone might get sick or something comes up. And so you you can be that substitute coach. You can be that full-time coach. And again, um, you can go to the www gotrms.org look at me I didn't even write that down and I had it um, uh, for more information about that and we did have a listener who uh, called us and let us know that a 12k is 7.46 miles so we overshot it a little bit at 8 um, but still a, a healthy distance mm-hmm. there uh, to go but completely uh, doable so I know both of you have, have run races like this before Mm-hmm. And if there's somebody out there listening who wants to start this process, who wants to start saying, I'm going to run a 5K, I'm going to run a 10K, a 12K, whatever, what's kind of your advice for those folks who are starting starting that? Um, well, I say find support, find your people. Mm-hmm. And one of the groups that I found where I found my people, and I, I started training before I found them, but then I really got into my stride with them was um, Fleet Feet Sports. They have wonderful training programs. They have one called No Boundaries. um, And that's for people who are trying to run their, you know, their first 5K. Mm -hmm. And it's if you want to... not even necessarily run. It can be, um, you know, they have a section for people who want to just walk, walk it, who want to run, walk it, or wog it, like we love to yep. do, um, or or if they want to run it. And you know, they have they have that. They have um, going all the way up to marathon Marathons. training and triathlon training. Right. And uh, the Nobo program here locally, actually. What does that like stand the, for? No boundaries. Oh, no boundaries. <laughs> so, and they're like Tara's group. Guess what they're training for this fall. 
What's that? The 12 case for the holidays. Well, shut up. Imagine oh, that. Imagine that. <laughs> Look how we yeah. did that there, tied oh, it all up with a neat did. little bow. But, you know, bottom line, wherever you live, there's a running community, and there will probably be a training group. A lot of them are at different stores and stuff, mm-hmm. but not always. They could be with a track club or something. But, you know, just find a place and find a group. And, uh, you know, because I'm not one that can just get out there and do it by myself. Yeah. I, I need to have the framework of the fellowship of other athletes. Yeah. And uh, that's I started with Novo, too. We both did. And the financial incentive that I've put out money for. It. Right. Yeah. When you <laughs> yeah. pay somebody else to order you around and make sure you're running, that does. a. <laughs> I feel you. You know, we were talking before the show uh, and listeners that, that are regular listeners to the show know that, you know, I like to dance like that's my particular brand of exercise that I like to do and I always say I don't like to actually realize that I'm exercising you know so I've never been one to be real big on going to the gym and lifting weights and that kind of stuff but you know I've come to the realization that to maximize my aerobic activity and the amount of calories that I'm able to burn during my uh, cardio exercise that I've got to put on a little bit more uh, lean muscle mass instead of uh, just, I don't know what you call me right now, but (laughs) lean muscle mass ain't it. So um, I bit the bullet and hired a trainer because just like you said, I have a gym membership, but I really only go to teach my my classes and to take some other, you know, group classes, but I did not use the actual weight facilities for that. Um, But now that I have paid someone to, to train me, you better believe that mm-hmm. I show up and go because uh, my kids were appalled. They said, you're spending our Disney World money. That's what they <laughs> told me when I told them I had a trainer. I was like, well, now I'll be able to walk around Disney World with a lot more energy. So, um, And just having someone there who's with you to support you because it mm-hmm. can be very intimidating when you're starting – uh, any type of, of fitness journey, whether it be that you want to just start to walk or uh, do a 5K or to get in the gym and start to do some weight training, uh, it can be, it really takes a lot to get over that first hurdle uh, yeah. of starting. Right. And then having somebody there to support you is, is the best way to, to go. Because even though he's the guy that was working with me is a trainer. And just having somebody there who's like, you can do this, counting down your reps for you, um, you know, rescuing you if you get stuck (laughs) in a position, which has been known to happen. Um, And the biggest part for me, it was the intimidation of the machines. You know, what what Mm -hmm. what what is that? You know, Mm -hmm. he set a machine up for me the other day and I looked on it and he looked at me and I said, really, like, what end does my head go on? Like, I'm not entirely sure how to get on this machine. Right. And so I never would have used it before because, you know, you don't want to be the, the girl on the machine upside down or backwards or whatever's <laughs> going on with that. So, uh, you know, having that that support system there is, is so important and to hold you accountable. You know, if you're like, I really don't want to go running today. Right. But your buddy's like, Come on, got right. my, I got my shoes on. I'm outside your house. Let's go. Yeah. You know, it's all about having that that buddy system together. And you mentioned you make you know, friends for life. Yeah, you absolutely do. I mean, that's how we met. You know, so I mean that you make friends for life, and you know, it's not something that costs you forever. Right. You know, it, you know, you might put out a little at the beginning, but then you know, all these different running groups just mm-hmm. they have free runs that get mm-hmm. together on mm-hmm. Tuesday and Thursday mm-hmm. night. Yeah. And then they go out to eat together or whatever. You right. Know, you just you you meet people, and it keeps you accountable. But it really it definitely brightens your life. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned in in kind of doing some of these things that are outside of my comfort zone is the the people that are there in these organizations want to help you. Like mm-hmm. they they they're not there to judge your running form or how super fit you are, how much weight you can lift. They're there to help you meet your goals. And so mm-hmm. if that's right. to be able to walk a 5k, 
you know what? That's fantastic. If it's to be able to just get in the gym for 10 minutes, then that, you know, that's something that Mm -hmm. you didn't have before. And so, you know, what I do when I travel, I'll just go on like Facebook or Instagram or something like that and look for events in my area. And that will usually link me back to wherever the whatever organization is kind of the big training group in that area, because they're usually you see them sponsoring the same things Mm -hmm. over and over again. So that's one way to kind of check out what might be going on in uh, your area. So, Tara, why did you why did you start? What what made you jump that first uh, hurdle and, and start to train for things? Um, I actually started training um, years ago when my daughter was, um, she was a toddler. She's 20 now, about being in about a week or so, um, and decided it was time for me to try and get in shape. And so I, um, you know, I was, I had gone back to college at that time and I got a trainer, but, you know, I got to have a trainer for like 10 bucks because mm-hmm. it was the students in, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> in the physical fitness program mm-hmm. working on their master's. Um, and it's just kind of stuck with me over the years. You know, I, I fall off the wagon and I get back on. I get run over by the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you wish the ragged wagon would run over yeah. you. Or pick you up. Yeah. yeah. Pick you up. You're, like, Can you You're chasing back? after it. Swing back around and pick me up. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, and I find and like she said, it, it's a great way to connect with people. I've I've made a lot of um, really good friends here in Mississippi. You know, I mean, I've been here for eight years and have met a lot of people through it. Yeah. We're going to take one last break. So if you guys are listening and you want to join in our conversation, now is the time. You can give us a call at one 672 You can send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about some of the other activities that you can do this holiday season to kind of jumpstart your uh, involvement in your community. We'll be back after the break. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit. I'm Dr. Josie Goodwell, Associate Professor of Nursing and Nurse Practitioner at UMMC. Today, we've had on the show Kathy Clem and Tara Hunter, and we've been talking about ways to get involved and get back, give back in your community uh, this coming up holiday season and really all throughout the year. We've talked about the Girls on the Run program and what an awesome that thing that is. And we've talked a little bit about um, the 12Ks for the holidays that's coming up for a Good Samaritan Center. And I want to talk a little bit more about the food mission uh, mm-hmm. of Good Samaritan, because that's probably the part that I've been the most involved with has been the food pantry um, there. But tell me about uh, why, why are food pantries needed? What's going on with that? Well, because when people are crushed and tight with money, uh, they take care of their rent, take care of their light bill, make sure sometimes that they even have gas to get back and forth to work. Right. And the last thing is food for the pantry. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's not just at the holidays that food oh, no. is needed. You know, we tend to see a lot of things spring up around the holidays, canned food drives mm-hmm. and whatnot, and those are fantastic. Wonderful. We absolutely want people to keep doing those for whatever organization you have uh, in your neck of the woods. We want you to keep doing those things. But to remember that it's all year long. That, all year long. you know, people are not the just... The struggle is real. The struggle is real all of the time. So I think sometimes people think, uh, you know, what can a couple of cans of, of canned vegetables really really do mm-hmm. but you know i've been fortunate enough to come down to good samaritan and mm-hmm. walk through the food pantry and see the shelves when they're really bare when they're empty and it's pitiful when they're when they're empty and and think about you know the, the kids and mm-hmm. and the families that are, are doing without um you know at the holidays but again every every mm-hmm. single day and so you know we had a, a big uh holiday canned food drive last year right. uh, i wore my little santa hat and all that kind of good stuff and it was amazing um but it goes quick i mean y'all it are, really goes quick it, you really you, you think look at all this food we're gonna do great things and mm-hmm. it runs out very 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 quickly so if people are wanting to do a canned food drive yep. um w- for any organization what are some things that are just always needed well, canned meats, you know, protein, right? peanut butter, the kinds of things like that, uh, you know, uh, fruit, canned fruit, canned soups, canned vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are the kinds of things that you can really make a meal out of and yeah. healthy alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. You don't um, want to just give people food just to give them food. Like you want you know, to I have appreciate some... the toaster strudels and the uh, pop tarts. Yeah. Because, you know, I have a. A, lo- a love of those things. Uh, but the reality of it is uh, my body would be better served with a can of tuna right. or a jar of peanut butter right. and uh, some fruit. Right. So, you know, definitely the canned veggies, those work good. They're good and long stel- shelf-stable yep. items. But don't forget the proteins, right. um, the protein items in there, which I think sometimes is, is not mm-hmm. as given as much as, you know, the green beans and the corn and the carrots and right. the mixed veggies and you know that kind of stuff. But... You know, the canned tuna, the canned chicken, you know, that kind of stuff. Of course, your healthier options are going to be the ones that are packed in water and not packed in oil and Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Um, And then try and think about complete meal options, you know, um, jarred pasta sauce. Yes, um, definitely. You know, something that you can make a whole whole meal right. meal out of it's um, hard when you have okay here's you, you actually have some ground beef and you have the noodles right but and where's you, the, and you're trying to pull it together with some kind of healthy right. you know sauce that right. would work and so and that's what we try to do at good sam yeah you know? is make that whole yeah meal make the whole option, meal uh in there and you know uh i would imagine pop top items are pop top, yeah are the better on the pantry that you were working at if you're seeing a lot of transient folks that you know or folks that you know don't have you know actually a can opener right i mean people are you you'd be surprised how often we get asked for a can opener i was going to ask would that be something that would be great to donate to food pantries um so donate those um those um, i think it's also important to know wherever whatever pantry you're working with know that their needs and ask them just mm-hmm. point blank ask them don't mm-hmm. assume that they need certain things and mm-hmm. you know like with us we help so many people with so much food so quickly we take perishable items mm-hmm. you know if you go and you and, and you know you know where we are yeah. and you buy a gallon of milk you can bring me a gallon of milk because i'm gonna give it out tomorrow right. Right. so if you know those kinds of things because right. healthier options and for our pantry, we really want to be a leader in healthy options for our mm-hmm. folks. And a lot of times that is not the packaged canned items. Mm-hmm. You know, if you buy, you know, you got to bring me a bag of sweet potatoes. I'll mm-hmm. make sure I get them to somebody. They've got to, right. you know, people don't realize they've got a good shelf life, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, 
know, any the sweet potatoes, the squashes, mm-hmm. you know, all of those are going to keep for a long time. And so, you know, sometimes I'll buy them when they're on sale, you know, I get like a big thing. And that's more than my family's going to eat. I mean, it mm-hmm. really is before we're just sick and tired of sweet potatoes. Right. Take them to your local food pantry. Right, exactly. um, there's some family in need out there mm-hmm. who can benefit from those things. And that's not something that they often get exposed to is an right. actual fresh um, fruit or vegetable that they're able uh, to do. So um, you mentioned milk. Uh, so check mm-hmm. with your local food pantries to make sure they've got somewhere to store. That, right. You, know, you have to make got... sure that folks you know, can store those kinds right. of things. Right. But, you know, we try to. We work with different groups and we glean. Mm-hmm. So gleaning is where you pick up stuff that might be thrown away. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, in our community and in most communities, the food that is thrown away on a daily basis from food pantries to stores that, you know, it passes its expiration mm-hmm. date, but it still has quality in it. Right. We could feed everyone mm-hmm. if we if we just were conscious about that. Yep. So really get out there, guys, and talk to the food pantries in your area and find out what their needs are and organize yourself a little food drive for that. It's a great way to teach your kids about um giving at the holiday season that's what we're exactly what we're teaching why mm-hmm. why the boys have helped me um with the ones that we've done for uh, y'all in the past is you know we're gonna give you know what we can right. and you know while it looks like a can of vegetables is really right. as cheesy as it sounds it's a can of love because it is you know you, that's what you're doing when you're donating food um to mm-hmm. folks in need is is that's a, a way that we show love especially here in the south because in the south <laughs> definitely that's how we show love right somebody right. dies you bake them a pie you well not, not the dead person a pie but their but family, the family members a pie, pie. <laughs> and you know yeah a baby is born there's there Somebody brings food, food over, oh, you know, yeah. so love is very much tied up in in food here in the South. And so that's, you know, that's one of the ways we love on each other is being able to, to feed somebody. Mm-hmm. And we've got a call from John in South Haven. Good morning, John. Never mind. I'll come right back to John. I think we're having a little bit of issue with the phone, but we'll get back to that. So um, just to recap those things, you mentioned uh, proteins, canned fruits and veggies, can openers, yep. but really check in with that food pantry to see what it is that mm-hmm. in that area that you need. Um, but don't forget about those fresh fruits and vegetables because they right, can right. be. If they can take them and give them out. Now, some places, you know, they only. They, they don't they, see a volume large enough. Or to, they don't distribute, you know, but. Twice a month, right. and they're not going to be able to. But, you know, at Good Samaritan Center, we're open every day except mm-hmm. for the weekend. Right. And we're seeing, you know, when we see 15 families a day that are needing some help with food, our our turnover for food is so high mm-hmm. that, you know, we're giving yogurts and, and milk and, uh, you know, we're giving fresh vegetables. Uh, whenever we can get a hold of, I am giving out. And as a matter of fact, we just started with the help of uh, Whole Cities, a, a client container garden where we're actually growing things to show our clients how easy it is to grow, you know, in a bucket, in a bucket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In yeah. anything. And if I can grow it, right. anybody can grow we have it. Some because... of the best tomato plants growing in a it's a new, not used toilet. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's anything. Please take you a can, picture of that and send uh, that well, to me. Well, I need to. But, you yes. know, you can, and, you know, out of one tomato plant, you get so, you know, a tomato plant costs the same amount. As one tomato. As one yeah. tomato. And then you can get, I mean, hundreds of tomatoes off of there. Yep. All right. I think we've got John back. Good morning, John. Hi there. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. I, um, I have a question. Okay. I Samaritans is is one of the the charities I give to. Okay. But uh, I generally give around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Would you rather 
I spread my gift out over the year or give it all at once? Well, that's a good question. Um, you know, giving throughout the year, spreading it out is probably a great way, maybe easier for most people that give. Mm-hmm. But then it also is great because, uh, you know, summertime. I mean, people are on vacations and we're struggling to feed people that don't can't afford a vacation. Right. So I think most organizations, I mean, we do get a lot of donations. You know, we set our budget on what we get during the holiday season. Right. But if a lot of people could give throughout the year, that would be pretty awesome, too. And I just want to thank you, John, for giving. It is okay. it's so well, needed. Thank you for that. Well, you're quite welcome. Uh, uh, this and the House of Grace are, are the, the two um, local charities that, that I give to um, at Christmas time. What were they again, John? Uh, Samaritans and House of Grace. Okay. But um, others... I give to do it like Salvation Army. Right. They set up an automatic check. Um, do you have anything like that? Um, yes, we do have that also as well. Most charities can. You just, you know, give us a call, contact us, and we could we can take care of that because that is a, you know, I do that for a number of nonprofits, and, you know, it's $25 a month. It's before your check even Hits the bank, really, right. and you so don't, you don't realize, yeah. and then you get a tax deduction. This is when I realize at the end of the year when I get my little statement that, oh, and then I can claim it on my taxes. <laughs> and then, I'm, then I feel so great because I've done that all year long, and it wasn't a big bite, you know. It was a little nibble. It was a little nibble, and, and then I know, wow, think about what I did with that that I didn't even realize. It's right. so amazing. Right. Well, gosh, guys, we are all out of time for today. And I thank you both so much for coming and talking about your organizations. And I know our listeners appreciated uh, hearing about the great things that are going on across the state. And if you want more information about how to donate to uh, either of these organizations, you can send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. And I'll be happy to send you some more information. But at the end of the day, guys, just get out and help each other, uh, love each other, and find a way to get plugged into your community. So thank you, Kathy. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Tara. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting.